Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 241. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Deep breath. Bringing all awareness to this now moment. Scan the body and the mind for any tension. Give all these worries and concerns to God the I Am. You do that by stopping and breathing. Allow yourself to find the natural rhythm of your breathing. Be here now. I send you all love and I hope you're feeling good, feeling God. There is much talk today about our galactic brothers and sisters. The idea of alien and extraterrestrial has a lot of momentum behind it as well as a lot of confusion. So as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to refer to the Mystic Martian Oracle deck to offer a four-part reading with the intention of gaining more clarity in regards to our galactic counterparts. This message or broadcast or episode will not find everyone. It is not for everyone, but it will find those who it is for. So if you are finding yourself hearing these words, please know that you are so loved and appreciated. The gaze of the Creator is always upon you. And all of the alien and extraterrestrial brother-sisters are here supporting you from the space of love where they cannot interfere. If there are beings who are interacting with us at a collective level, it is because they have their own intention or motives for doing so. We are not qualified to speak on what that intention or motive might be as there are many different groups of races that have their own intention or motives for interacting with us, the humanoid. We will intend to keep this message short as we do not want to add more confusion to this idea and we want to leave this episode knowing less than when we came. We want to know less after than when it began. I send you all love. Deep breath. Again, we are referring to the Mystic Martian Oracle deck. The four cards are as followed as we are 
offering a four-part reading. Card number one, Lyrans or the Lyrans. This is the ancestor race. No coincidence, they would show up first. Second card, Air Elemental, representing philosophies, empathy, discrimination or discernment to be able to decipher data. Third message, Vesica Pisces. This represents the Divine Feminine, the energy of fertility, you might say the void that all things are born from. Fourth message, Arcturians, representing higher self or that realm of existence that we refer to as heaven. In the idea of alien or extraterrestrial, we do need to distinguish between these two titles, not to split hair, but for the purpose to gain a deeper understanding. If we simplify these ideas, alien refers to a physical being that may not be from Earth, that your government or the government is able to monitor the interactions around. Even your thoughts can be perceived by your government because it's just a frequency and they have the technology that's able to see your thoughts. This is CERN or the Hydron Collider. In the idea of extraterrestrial, this would be usually a non-physical being who is not physically focused, so the government is not able to monitor those interactions. I cannot tell you who or what to trust, as that is your own experience. However, as your brother, I would share with you the aspects of galactic beings that I trust more, that is extraterrestrial. I don't trust aliens. They're physically focused, able to be monitored by the government. Chances are they're working with your government. So whenever you see a tin can flying in the sky, a metal ship, that's an alien that's physically focused. And the only reason you are able to perceive it is because your government is giving you permission to. Because they monitor the interactions between alien and humanoid. They cannot monitor the interactions between humanoid and extraterrestrial, which would not need the five sensorial tools to interact with us. So if we simplify, this is how I would explain it. If I ever start to hear Ossiel audibly as a sound in my five sensorial ear, I'm not going to trust it. If I ever see a being materialize right in front of me and appear to be physically focused, I'm not going to trust it. That's just my own preference, my own feeling about it. I trust Ossiel or the idea of Ossiel because it is extraterrestrial and it is beyond the comprehension of my five senses. I don't see it. I don't hear it. I feel it. And in the idea of feeling, my five senses are not required. So that's just a very general definition of the distinguishment between alien and extraterrestrial. 
reminding us that any being who is interacting with us actively, meaning in a physical vessel or appearing to be physical, has their own intention or motive for doing so. Why do we say this so confidently? Because beings that are benevolent and that vibrate at the frequency of love trust in your experience in totality so they will never interfere. They will watch you. They will observe. They will hold the space. But they will not interact or interfere. We are referring to a collective contact. Individually, might Asiel ever make their presence more known to me with the five senses? I'm not sure, but it would be up to me to use my discernment to feel out that experience to see what it feels like. There's no reason Asiel should make their self physically known to me. There's no reason that I should start hearing them audibly in my ear. I don't hear Asiel, I've never heard them, I've never seen them. It's always been a feeling or a psychic hearing. I don't hear audibly, I hear psychically. There's no sound, it's just a vibration. So it's no coincidence that the Lyrans or Lyrans would show up first as they are the ancestor race. We have given a brief history lesson in previous episodes. But for the purpose of this episode, we will touch on that idea again. The Lyrans or the Lyrans, also known as the feline humanoid race, can be seen throughout history. This is the Sphinx. There is many talk of brothers and sisters coming from the stars. However, Lyrans and the idea of them, the first humanoid, was already in existence in another galaxy. Meaning, we have cousins, you might say, that are not in the Milky Way. And although Lyrans were the first humanoid here, we already existed somewhere else. There was a great war that is referred to in the Bible. This is the Battle of Orion. And during that time, the Lyrans were trying to, you might say, escape the war or avoid conflict. And when they went back home, it was, you might say, infiltrated or taken over. So then they spread out through the Milky Way so that the race can continue. So they would not come to an end. So the Lyrans showing up next to the air element is not a coincidence as air represents ether. They're reminding us that some of us on earth, meaning we're all brothers and sisters, yes, but we are all not the same. This is like a dog and a cat have their very clear differences, but they are beautiful, whole, and the God spark in itself. The organic and inorganic are God, meaning what? The humanoid race is not organic. It is almost like an AI that became too aware of itself and now it is self-destructing. It is a synthetic consciousness, you might say, which is why we are perceived as a threat to so many beings. We're dangerous. We have the totality of God within us and look how we create. 
So the Larians are reminding us that any being that comes from source is not going to connect with you through the five senses, but would do so through the ether. Will you interpret it with your five senses? It depends on how you're receiving. Example might be, if I get a feeling of a message or a transmission that's coming through, and I'm maybe not trusting it, I will get a quick flash to support the message. I will get a deeper knowing. A sense will come over me that I just know that I know it, but I don't really know it. It's the message that wants to be known in me, through me, and I am another you. Our vessel was created to interpret data, so you don't need the physical materialization of these beings to connect with them, and we would, in our opinion, suggest if you want to connect with benevolent beings, stop trying to make them be physically focused because those physically focused beings are not all benevolent. Do they want to cause you harm? Not per se, however, they have a motive or an intention for working with you, otherwise they would never interact with you. In the idea of Essica Pisces, which represents the Divine Feminine next to Arcturian, Arcturus represents non-physical beings. There could be Arcturians sitting next to you right now, and you would never know. And they would never want to know, or you to know, because that would be an interference. It's almost like scientists here taking notes about what their creation's doing. Almost like when you're playing a Sims game and you're just letting it be autonomous. You put it on autonomous mode and you just watch your Sims living their best life. That's the loving beings watching us live our best life. Sometimes not our best life, but you know what we mean. So the purpose of this episode is to assure you there is no harm that can come to you or towards you because the beings that are not interfering outnumber the beings that are intending to work with you for their own intention. We are caught up in a family feud, you might say. The idea of Illuminati is not the biggest threat on earth. If you knew of the aspect of self that the Illuminati is battling against to, you might say, be the one authoritative structure over Earth, you would prefer the Illuminati. We're just caught up in the middle. So if we simplify the message, what should we say? The aliens are not coming, they've always been here, because your government has been working with them since about the 40s or 50s. You might say, this is why Marilyn Monroe was taken off Earth, because she found out about the interaction between these authoritative beings and what they were doing with the children and what they were doing with our consciousness. She wanted to hold a press conference and let us know we are not alone. There's no way we can convince you of this, so we will never try. We are not alone. And in the next coming days, weeks, and months ahead, your government and your media is going to introduce the idea we are under attack. And we are, but it's by them. 
the government attacking its own people. Why would they do this? Because we're waking up. We're waking up. Waking up to what? Our true history. That we were seated. That we are a culmination of some of the highest vibrational beings in the cosmos. Which is what CERN is. CERN is like a antenna that is looking for the transmission that would make us match it. Meaning what? Let's say reality is like a radio station. And all you have to do is tune into the station to get on that station. CERN is not looking for the God particle. But they are looking for the timeline where the Illuminati is already successful. Okay? Which is why we're seeing these glitches in reality, what you're calling the Mandala Effect. If you understood the physics behind this idea, it would be very common. But we have not been given the information that would allow this to be common knowing. It's very simple. It sounds complicated. It's not. It's so easy to tune into another reality or timeline. All you have to do is find the vibrational signature of it. Not one reality has the same frequency. Not one timeline has the exact same vibrational signature. Every single timeline has a very specific signature similar to a radio station on your radio. You can't almost go to the classical station to hear the classical music. You need to be on it. Yes? So CERN is sending these blasts out into the cosmos, looking for the parallel existence where the authoritative structure is successful. Why do they keep failing? How do we know they're failing? While me as your brother, I'm not sure, but if we relax, we want to say, this is why CERN turns off and on so often. Sometimes it's on and working, and then it's done, and then out of nowhere we get the news, oh, they're turning it back on. Why do they keep turning it off and on? Because there's a disruption every time they try to tune into that reality where they are successful. Who's disrupting it? Those other beings. The other beings that they are in a family feud with that do not want them to be successful because then those beings won't be able to implement their intention for us. Which is what? I'm not sure. So what are we saying? The Illuminati will never be successful. They will always try to find the parallel existence where we have been completely docile. Where we've lost all will to make our own choice. That will never happen. Why? Because we are here. We are disrupting that frequency. And every time they try to tune into the parallel reality where they are successful, it's almost like we mess it up. We're creating a static when we're staying in our knowing and trusting in God the I Am that there's only one creative force that is counteractive to the station that they're trying to tune into. They're trying to turn into the rock station, and there's too many love stations here. They're not matching it. This is why they're trying to remove many of us off the earth, so they can pinpoint 
who is the beings that are holding this frequency. There's too many of us. They can't pinpoint us. We are everywhere. We are everywhere. So we want to simplify this message in regards to the four-card pool. Be brave and courageous right now because the beings that created us are the creators of all humanoid beings. And they connect with us through the realm of mentalism, which is why the media creates such static and disruption so we're not able to be quiet, to be still, and then allow that signature to reveal itself within us. You must be receptive. But our sensorial tools are overworked. We are overstimulated because there is so much data. This is the timeline of information overload. Which is why we're saying stop referring to the outpictured world. Be quiet. Be in your stillness more. In the breath more. So you can turn that static down. And then all that's left is the original transmission coming from love or God. It's like a bandwidth of info. So the Octurians are with us and they want to assure you that you can feel safe. You can feel safe in the knowingness that beings who have been to the beginning, middle, and end of this experience are here on earth now, holding the space. There's nothing to fear. Which is why we're offering this message, because they're going to try to put you in fear. Any idea of the earth being harmed will always come from the earth. If it comes from an alien race, it is also coming from the earth because your government is in congruence with these beings. They're working with them. This past week, something's been going on with my vision, my psychic vision. So I prayed about it. And I found myself saying, I remove all glamour and all screens. I can see all things. Now when I look at the politicians or if I come across videos with some of your favorite artists, I can psychically see they do not look like how they are presenting themselves. And I know if I'm able to start tuning in to the true essence of what these beings are, so too you must be. I remove all glamour and screens so that everything is revealed authentically. There are many beings in power today who are in humanoid form, but they don't really look like that. They are using a sound frequency that puts a mask over them, you might say. It's very easy to do this. Every thought is just a vibrational signature. What's an example of this? Soon, you're going to start seeing images in the sky and then hearing the word in your mind as if it's talking to you. Why is this able to be done? Because every word is just a vibrational signature, so the technology doesn't need the actual word, it needs the vibrational signature of the word, meaning what? Every being on the earth who speaks multiple languages will be able to receive it in the language they understand because the vibrational signature is the basis. 
This is a technology your government has. So if you see apparitions in the sky and you start hearing the word to back it up, don't trust it. I don't care if it looks like Mother Mary. If she starts talking to you in your ear and you're hearing it, don't trust it. Don't trust it. Use your discernment. Ask for the real signature of the mother to break through that static so that you can feel what she really feels like. She don't need to use the words. She don't need the proof in the five sensorial realm. We know this episode is a little scattered, but the basis of it is have no fear. You are not alone. That has been established. But there's nothing to fear because the beings who are here to support you who are not interfering outnumber those beings who are intending to interfere. All is well. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to not being alone. Call upon the I Am Presence and the Violet Flame more. Call upon the Violet Flame every day. The Violet Flame is a signature that cannot be distorted or contaminated. In fact, it transmutes all distortions. Surround yourself in this flame. Put it around you. Put this flame around earth. Put it around your loved ones. Your visualization is all that's required because you are the perceiver of all things. And whatever you perceive, it immediately is done in the realm of mentalism. And since we will probably not be able to perceive the violet flame, as it is outside of the color spectrum, meaning there's way more colors we can't see, you don't need to see it in order to know it's there, with your two eyes rather. Your two eyes don't need to see it. But your one eye, your visualization, you can intend to see it there. If you're not a visual thinker, you could intend to feel it there. If you can't feel, intend to know it there. Call upon the violet flame every day. Know yourself to be a being of violet fire that purifies and transmutes all distortions, all confusion. This is how we can best support Gaia, by offering her that visualization, keeping her surrounded in that ultraviolet frequency, which does not allow the density of the material realm to interact or taint it at all. Everything will be okay. Everything is okay. We might not see evidence of that, but we can start to create it. And we can do that by calling on the I Am Presence in the Violet Flame every day. Surround yourself in that violet flame every day. Surround Gaia in the violet flame every day. 
that's the disruption. That's why the authoritative structure is getting so frustrated because they are at their wit's end trying to calibrate us into a timeline of despair and we are at the end of that cycle. We have come to be the living expression of God on earth, which means we represent 1,000 years of peace. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and your loved ones. Call upon your I Am Presence. Call upon the violet flame. Give these aspects of self permission to purify and harmonize all distortions, all confusion for yourself and for all brothers, sisters, and beings, and especially for Mother Earth Gaia. And may all beings be spiritually free. Yes. <laughs>